Thank you for tuning into the New Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. Well, let's get into this word. Amen. What's our theme for the year? Amen. Moving from applying godly wisdom to our lives. Psalms 86 and 11, it says what? Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart. Amen. Now turn to Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. So I had a whole other message that was planned to, to share with you guys this morning. And I woke up this morning and started preparing. I mean, you know, kind of I always go over what the Lord's going to have us to say that morning. Just check in with him and to see if he still want me to say it. And he said, no. I want you to kind of... <laughs> I want you, I, you didn't, he said, you didn't finish some of the stuff that you started last week, so I want you to go back there. And we're going to add more to it. So that's what we did. Amen. So I didn't blame, blame him. Amen. So Psalms, I know what did I say? Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, from the CEV, and we have it now, um, Elisha. Amen. From the CEV version, contemporary English version. Amen. It says this, Christ encourages you and his love comforts you. God's spirit unites you and you are concerned for others. Y'all read verse 2 with me also. Read it with me. We're going to read down to verse number 5. Ready? Let's read verse number 2. Now make me completely happy, live in harmony by showing love for each other, be united in what you think as if you were only one person. Don't be jealous or proud, but be humble and consider others more important than yourself. Care about them as much as you care about yourselves. And think the same way Christ Jesus thought. Amen. Now go to the same verse, Philippians chapter 2. And I want to read it from the New Living Translation. Amen. Y'all ready? Let's read that one together. Is there any encouragement... Amen. We must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. The King James Version said it like this. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Amen. So for a title today, we're going to use the same title that we used last week. We are one. Amen. And then for a subtitle, one team, one fight, one house. And then it's part two. Amen. So this morning, like I said, I woke up this morning and, uh, um, and the Lord changed my whole message. 
He told me to go back and talk about some of the things that we um, talked about on last week. You know, I, I was excited about what I was going to share this morning, too. So that, y'all just be ready. We're going to talk about it on next week. Amen. So I did want to um, continue to encourage you to go back and listen to the word. Uh, because the, the season that we're in now, man, it's going to take a clear voice from the Lord in order to get us through some things. Did you hear what I just said? All right, it's a, I'm talking a clear voice because there's so many voices out there right now. So in order to do that, in order to, for your faith to grow in the word, you have to get in the word. Amen. We just got to do it. So you, you got, I want to encourage you to set time aside to do that. And now, man, we have so many ways to do it. You can put your little phone on and play the word. It's, like I said, the podcast, you know, back in the day, we used to have the CDs and the MP, uh, tapes and everything. Now we have the podcast for, for us, NCL. But there's so many other avenues, so many ways to hear the word of God. Because, like, everything that's going on in the world right now, people are looking for answers. They're searching for answers. And what's happening also, the enemy is answering questions. He's answering those questions, but they're wrong. People are being deceived left and right because there's so many voices out there. Everybody got a platform. Only thing they need is a phone. I mean, a phone. Everybody going live. Right? So the, so the information can be confusing unless you get into this word. Turn to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. And y'all bear with me because, I, like I said, man, the Lord just gave me some of this stuff this morning. Amen. So just bear with me. Y'all good? Yep, uh, King James Version. I'm sorry, Alicia. And listen, again, thanks to everybody who serves. I don't ever want to go without a, a, I don't, I always want to thank you guys for what you do. Don and Alicia, Felton praying this morning, the ones who pray, the ones who, who help set up. Thank you guys, man, because you are putting your hands to the plow. And the Lord is going to bless you for your service as unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. I'm telling you, he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you for that. So 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4 from the King James Version, it says this. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead and his appearing and his kingdom. It says to preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exalt, with all long suffering and doctrine. Now sometimes, you know, we got some preachers who forget the long suffering part. They don't mind reproving or rebuking. But the Lord said it has to be done with long suffering. Amen. With patience, with kindness. You have you ever been rebuked by somebody who's just kind? All right. And you took it all. And then on the flip side, you've been rebuked to somebody who just mean. You ain't hear nothing. Amen, <laughs> <laughs> Don't hear nothing. Right? But 
Paul is encouraging Timothy, listen, you got to preach this word. All right now. When people want to hear it and when they don't want to hear it. All right now. Amen. Amen. And sometimes some people are going to have to be rebuked, corrected. But do it as a loving father, as, as, as a loving mother. Amen? Amen. Then verse number, number three says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Listen to this. But after their own lusts shall they heap them, heap to themselves teachers having engineers. That's where we are now. Right. People don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear their version of the truth. And what happens is just because there's so many voices out there, once they hear their version, they're going to go to that version. That's right. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. They're going to go to that version. And the verse number four says this, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto what? Fables, Fable, stories. So that's what people are making up all kind of stuff and calling it the gospel. They're turning away from the truth. You remember absolute and relative? See, relative truth is trying to take over nowadays. But we have to get back to absolute truth. How do we do that? We have to stay in his word. Because when you hear other voices, that's going to become your truth. <coughs> But it's relative truth, not absolute. Amen, somebody. Amen. We got to be able to do that. Now let's go back to Philippians. And um, I'm going to go to Philippians chapter 2. And I'm going to read verse 3 and verse 4 from the New Living Translation. Amen. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. 2 Timothy. Y'all remember, I just got this this morning. Amen. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4 from the New Living Translation. I want to read it from that translation. Listen to this. It says, For time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their, follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They reject the truth and chase after myths. They reject the truth chase after myth. So turn to Matthew chapter 24. Because everything that we're going through, man, is in the word of God. Matthew chapter 24. And I encourage you to go back and read this whole discord. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I am going to read from verse 3 through 14 in the New Living Translation. But go back and, and read this. The, the disciples come to Jesus and ask him about, you know, what's going to happen in the end times and how, how should they know the different signs. And this is what Jesus tells them. Jesus, are you there? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many. Verse number six, six. And you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. So look, man, all the stuff, look, are we in that time? Yeah. I mean, we're still walking through this stuff, right? <coughs> Ukraine. And now, all of a sudden, out of the blue, Israel is attacked. 
And we know, man, the Bible tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Right? And here's the thing when, in that scripture, what it's dealing with is not necessarily, it does have to do with, um, and I'm not going to get into the eschatology piece of it, where, where you, you know, Jerusalem is the center of it all. So when it's saying praying for the peace of Jerusalem, it's really talking about praying for the, the Prince of Peace, that the people of Jerusalem will receive who he is. Because there's, there's a lot of Jews right now. The Bible talks about how there's going to be so many Jews converted in a day. Because you still have the Jewish people walking around Jerusalem right now in Israel who don't believe that the Messiah has come yet. So when it talks about the pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it's talking about pray for the people also that's there that doesn't understand that the Messiah has come yet. The Prince of Peace has already come to the earth. Amen. 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 So there's so many people who haven't received him as their Lord and their Savior. They know he's the Messiah, but they don't believe that he's come yet. Amen. Amen. So there are going to be wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow them, won't follow immediately. Verse number seven, nations Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. A duh. All right now. Come on now. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to anybody? But all this is only the first of birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. Y'all ain't looking for that time to come, are you? We're going to be fancy. We're going to be gone. But it's coming. Amen. And many will turn away from me and betray me and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sins will, sin will be rampant everywhere. And the love of many will grow cold. But the ones who endure to the end will be saved. Sin will be rampant everywhere. Oh my God. Do you remember? Now listen, man. Listen to what the enemy does. He always tries to gain a toehold. Yes. Right? Then from a toehold, he gets a foothold. Yes. And from a foothold, he's trying to capture the whole city. So now, even, in, even in, in, in the dispensation of time that we live in, in this 21st century, you can't even hardly turn on the TV Amen. without sin just slapping you all in the face. Amen. But what the enemy is trying to do is, is he's trying to dumb people down to where you are not going to recognize or you're not going to acknowledge what sin is. All right. That's right. Amen. Amen. So now you turn on the television, man, and, and you hear, I mean, blank, 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 blank. I just feel sorry for our children sometimes. Mm. Or parents, what you got to do? You know, back in the day, they said, the parents almost know it's coming. Cover your ears. <laughs> right? Because they know, they know it's about to come. Cover your eyes. Every now and then. So now kids, they, you know what? They should just watch TV blindfolded. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost blindfolded and can't hear nothing. Because it's everywhere. Cartoons. Right? 
they just cussing and doing all kind of stuff on TV. Now, let me tell you what the enemy does. I've shared this before. You know the first, the first curse word, we call it a classic. Frankly, my dear, I don't give up. Man, that, that shocked the world. <gasps> Nobody did nothing about it. So because of that, now we have what we have now. The enemy always starts out, you know, as a little serpent. Then in Revelation, he's a dragon. He's progressing. But where sin abound, grace does, grace does much more abound. So you cannot be afraid. We cannot be afraid about what we're dealing with, even in the sin realm. Because grace is there, it's available. So it's not an excuse. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not an excuse. Somebody say it's not an excuse. Not an excuse. Amen. What, where did I stop, Bob? Where did I stop? Verse number 12? 14? Okay, verse number 14. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. So Jesus is telling them, and go back and read because there's more to it. But in, in the stuff that he's talking to them right now, he's saying, listen, these things are going to happen. And the time I'm coming back, he said, before I come back, the kingdom is going to be preached in all of the world. Mm -hmm. Right? And I want you to know that it hasn't, that hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. There's still countries and there's still regions that people know nothing about Jesus Christ. Absolutely nothing about the kingdom. Amen? So, so we do, we thank God for missionaries and, and people who are actually, actually preaching the gospel, not their gospel. Revelation of a difference. Amen? You have to preach the gospel, not your gospel. So we thank God that it's going to happen. This thing is going to happen. So in the text that we're dealing with, in um, Philippians, Paul is dealing with the church of Philippi. He's encouraging them. He's, he's actually at this particular time, he's in a, a Roman prison. And I love the way he puts it in um, the New Living Translation with these rhetorical questions, amen? So New Living Translation, chapter Philippians 2, 1 through 2. It says, in the, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love. Any fellowship together in the spirit. Are your hearts tender and compassionate? What I love about this, and I'm, I was so glad when it's just been on my heart ever since we went to, to, to um, Colleen. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord is telling us this is how we should be to one another. Right? So sometimes you have to ask yourself, am I compassionate with my brother? Do I love my brothers and sisters for real? The proof is in the eating, not the pudding. Because it can look good. All right. Right? But as soon as you taste it, you be, <laughs> but that don't taste as good as it looks. Amen. Amen. The Lord, we don't want the Lord to say that about us, and we don't want our brothers and sisters to say that about us, about us either. Amen. So is there any encouragement from being in Christ? Any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit, are your hearts tender and compassionate, then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together, how? One mind. With one mind and one purpose. One purpose. <laughs> that one mind and one purpose 
Man, listen, you you talking about the where you talking about that's the secret? That's the secret for us being a strong church. Right. It's for us to have one mind and one purpose. Our purpose, man, is we know, we know what the purpose of every believer is to be conformed to the image of his son. We, when we come together as a church, man, we want to give God glory. We want to exalt him. Amen. Because if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. Not personalities. Not your programs. They'll be drawn to him. Amen. We have one mind. When we think the same thing, man, when we think the same thing, we're thinking about the way Christ would think about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not your personal opinion. Yes. Well, you know, I just, I just think, oh, I don't want to hear what you think. What does he have to say about it? Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? So that's why, listen, I want to, it's been heavy on me this week. We got to get into his word. We got to understand who he is and what he has to say about who we are. Amen? Because listen, when he shows you who you are from his perspective and you walk as a son, man, it, it just, oh my God. You, you, you wonder why you're getting favor on your job. It's because you're walking in sonship. Amen. Amen. You're walking in maturity. Amen, Amen somebody. Because a lot of, we all growing up though, we, man, we all are working in progress. So said, somebody said, I'm a work in progress. Yep, yes you are. Amen. I am too. Your pastor's still a work in progress. Amen. I love it. He says, they make me happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other. Working together with one mind and one purpose. Amen. Now let me read that from the, uh, the CEV version. I love that version. It says, Christ encourages you and his love and it comforts you. God's spirit unites you and you are concerned for others. Now make me completely happy. Live in harmony by showing love one for another. Love for each other. Be united. Somebody say, be united, be united. In, what you think, in what you think. As if you were one person. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all said, Pastor, why you keep going over that over and over again? Because we have to get that. We've got to be united and think the same way. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Let me read this from the, from the message translation. And it says this. And this is actually one through four. It says, if, you're, if you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if your love has made you made any difference in your life, if being in, a, com- in, in a, a community of the spirit means anything to you, if you have one heart, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other with deep-spirited friends. Don't push your way uh, to the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put, your, put yourself aside and help others to get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Think of yourselves the way that Christ Jesus thought of himself. I'm going to keep saying it. And I want you to go back and read it again and again and again. Amen? Amen. Till we get to the place where we think about this thing as one. Now let's go to the King James Version and go to verse number six and talk about the, the mind of Christ that he had. Ooh, my time is okay. 
I'm about to flow through this. Somebody say flow, Pastor. Flow. Yep, we're going to go through this. Verse number six. Amen. It says, who being in the form of God. Now, this is the way Christ Jesus thought. Amen. The mind of Christ. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And I told y'all, I, I got corrected about how I used to talk about how Jesus Christ actually, you know, I, I would say this too as a preacher sometimes, how he took off divinity and put on humanity. Well, no, he really didn't. Guess what he did? He just, right, he just covered his, his divinity with humanity. Because he was still, when he walked on earth, he was the man, Christ Jesus. Amen. But he did that for you. He did that for me. Amen. Made himself no reputation, but took upon himself uh, the form of a servant and, and was made in the likeness of men. Being fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things in earth and things under the earth. I wish I had time to really explain that there, but man, everything that has a name has to bow under the name of Jesus. Amen. And that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have also obeyed, not as many, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I talked about that on last week, man. We're all working out our own soul salvation. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. And the way we work it out is to walk it out. You know, and, and the more we walk it out, but you can't walk it out in your own, your own mindset. You have to walk it out with the mind of Christ. The only way we get that is to get in this book. Amen. That means faith has to come to us. The only way that faith comes to us is how? And hearing how? By the word of God. Amen. Verse number 13 says this. For it is God which worketh in you both to, to will and to do of whose good pleasure? Of whose good pleasure? Oh, no. He's not working in you to, to, to do of his good pleasure. Where do you find his pleasure at? In his word. See, listen to me. Your will, and God will not come against your will. He won't do nothing against your will. Your will was given to you to yield. When you yield your will to the Lord, that's when he blesses you. Because he know you got one. He know we have a will. So he sits Adam and Eve in the garden knowing that they had their own will. And he tells them, listen, life. The tree of life. Now the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's what, remember I said on last week, we just want to know, we want to know too much. It didn't just start now, it started back then. He didn't say the knowledge of life. It wasn't the tree of the knowledge of life, it was just the tree of life. 
But now, here it is. Now when you got to make a choice about something, well, you got to apply or deal with your own will. So now you're telling me I will have the, the knowledge of good and evil? Everybody wants to be the one in charge. Everybody wants to know, right? When I know, I can tell you. Come on, somebody. If I got the information, you got to come to me to get it. Everybody want to be the one with the knowledge. It didn't just, listen, this ain't nothing new. It started in the garden. But only thing they had to do was to yield their will against their own and not eat of that tree. God will never, ever make you do nothing against your will. Amen. You know what's more, this, is, this may be a crazy statement. Help me, Holy Ghost. What's more powerful than anything God can do to man is your will. Your will. It's, it's almost the most powerful thing that's there that man, the most powerful thing that man has is his will. Because you have to yield your will. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when it comes to the things that he teaches us out of his word, you have to will, I mean, yield your will to obey those things. So he tells us to love your enemies. What? Come on Do you know what this knucklehead just did to me? <laughs> and I'm supposed to love him? Not only that, to pray for him. And then you'll take it farther, God, and tell me to bless him? Whoo, that's hard. That's hard. But, but when you yield your will, listen, Jesus Christ himself in the garden, guess what he had to do? As a man, who was the man Christ Jesus. He was God and man at the same time, but he still yielded his will to the will of the Father. And guess what he did that stuff for? You, and he did it for me. He, oh man, I want to run. He yielded, and he yielded his will. The God of creation, the one that actually formed you, he yielded to die for you. Yes, yes. Have to yield your will. So the things that we learn from the word of God, amen, all of them are not going to be easy. Amen. So he tells us to bring our tithe to the storehouse, amen, to, 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 to be able to give our tithes and offerings. We don't pay tithes, we give them. Amen. And tithing is a principle. It's not a law. We're going to teach about that and we're going to get that one. It's a principle and not a law. Amen. Amen. So you got to make up your own mind. Am I going to follow this kingdom principle and be able to sow to give, you know, my 10%? Amen. Amen. But guess how it changes? Yeah. See, even tithers, man, your will still got to change as you grow in the Lord. Because it was cool when it was $10. Come on now. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm going to get my, I'm a, you know. <laughs> praise the Lord. You dance and bring your time down. Oh. 
So now, check it out. Now, because you're walking in obedience, God begins to bless you. Right? He begins to open doors for you. But you still have your will. So now, it's not $10. It's $100. So, so I don't know why. Why am I here, right, Fanny? I don't know why I'm here, but I, it's all, somebody say it's all right. So now, you know, you got your $10. Praise the Lord. You bring it in cheerfully. Now it's $100. You ain't, you're just walking a little slower. <laughs> you're waving it and walking just a little slower. But God still blesses you. You know why? Because you still yielded your will to his word. He said, I got something for you. I got it for you. Now, <laughs> you start to walk in abundance. Now it ain't $10. It ain't a hundred dollars. Let's say it's about five thousand dollars. Come on. You I don't know what you're doing now. You ain't walking. Before you were dancing to you dancing. Then you just started walking. Now you're sitting in your seat. Waiting for the usher. When are they gonna bring the basket around? But at one time you were dancing. Right? But if you were to yield your will and stay in his word, if he blessed you with the 10, he blessed you with the 100, now you're giving 5,000, now you are blessed to be a blessing. But you have to yield to his will. The only way we do that is to get into his word. Amen, amen, amen. I wasn't supposed to spend that long time, that time, whatever I did. Amen. Somebody says it's all good. Yeah. Amen. We got to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. This is going to be my last scripture, I think. Amen. Are y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. But what I know what the Lord is, is telling me to just share with us, not just you and me too, man, is like now more than ever, the things that we're dealing with in this world, in our society, is going to take the truth of God to get you through them. Yes. And the only way, you, we can't perpetrate, y'all. Mm -hmm. Listen to what I'm saying. It can't be just coming here on Sundays. Amen. So, man, God, he wants to grow us up. He, he wants us to mature in the Lord. Amen. And the only way we can do that, man, to, to walk in the things that he has for us is for our faith to be built. Amen. To get stronger and stronger in our faith. And the only way to build that is through his word. Our minds have to be renewed in every aspect of our lives. Yes. Yes. Transformed and conformed. Y'all got to remember that. Yes. We're transforming our mind and we're being conformed to the image of his son. Yes. Amen. Amen. The greatest thing you can be in the earth is not an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, or teacher. It's a son. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. Go ahead and give me some, some music there, Don. I'm so sorry. Y'all all right? Yeah. Man. I almost feel like I'm all over the place. I, am I fussing at y'all? I don't want to feel like I want you to feel like I'm fussing. Amen. I, I want to encourage you. That's all. Amen. Just to encourage you. Because we walk by faith and not, not by sight, right? 
What does walking my faith look like? You think about that. Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to get ready to close here. From the NIV, Alicia. Chapter 4, verse 11 through 13 is what I'm going to read. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Amen? That'll preach right there, that whole verse. Then it goes on to say, until we reach unity in the faith. Somebody say unity in the faith. Unity in the faith. Until we reach, so listen, the only reason we have the fivefold ministry gifts, as we call them, is, is for the perfecting of the saints, the King James Version says, and it, and it talks about until we reach the unity in the faith. So we have to teach you faith until you think the same faith. You understand what I'm saying? We, we, we must teach you faith so that we're all unified in our faith. Amen. Amen. We're unified in the faith. And in the knowledge of the Son of God, and what? And become what? Mature. Oh, no. Does that sound like sonship to you? That's right. And to become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Does anybody in here like me that just want all that Christ want to give you? Amen. You want all? Listen, I want to be all Jesus I can be. Amen. Amen. All the Jesus that you can be. We have to be, but we have to be united in our faith. What? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We're going to talk about this on next week. We're going to go in. Remember I told you we're going to talk about to hear, to believe, to speak. Amen. To receive. What's the rest of it, Lord? To hear. We've got to hear the word. Then we have to believe the word. Amen. And once you believe the word, you begin to speak the word. And then when you speak the word, you'll see what you said. And when you see what you said, now you receive what you just said. Amen. And then once you receive what you said, God's going to show you how to keep what you got. Right? And then you're going you're to move from keeping what you got to increasing what you got. Amen. Amen. But you got to hear first. You got to hear the word. The word that you hear, you got to believe it. Once you believe it, you've got it in your knowing, you begin to confess it. Man, when you were praying this morning, I run to run and slap you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God bless you, man. <laughs> but listen, because he talked about we have, confession has to be in our mouth. We have to confess what the Lord says. You can't confess what you feel. Confess what he says about you. That you are more than a conqueror. Amen. That you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, yes. All of your needs are met. Hallelujah. Amen. You're walking in total victory. Yes. My, I'm blessed. My children are blessed. Yes. My children's children, children, children are blessed. Yes. The third and fourth generation. Yes. They're blessed. Yes. 
Why? Because you heard the word. You believe the word. You speak the word. You receive. Don't worry, I'm going to see. Y'all going to get it next week. You receive what you just spoke. Now, you, Well, you see it first. Now you receive it. And once you receive it, you got to get to the place where you keep it. And then once you keep it, it's going to increase. God never gives you something for it to stay the same. You hear what I'm saying? He never gives you something for it to stay the same. Everything that he puts in your hand is supposed to increase. Everything. If it's staying the same, you got to go back to him and say, hey, where am I missing you? Where am I missing you? Bow your heads and close your eyes. Let me pray for you. Father, we bless you on today. Woo! We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We thank you, Lord, that even in my stumbling and stammering this morning to, to deliver this word, because hearts were open and minds were open, Holy Ghost, you did the teaching. Things that I thought I said, you interpreted in their hearts and in their minds the way they needed to receive it. And for that, we're grateful. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. Now, God, we continue to pray for each and every one that's here. We pray for NCL, the members of this church. Father, continue to knit our hearts closer and closer together. One team, one fight, and we're one house, God. And we thank you that you're unifying us in our faith. The scripture says that we're to have the same spirit of faith. And we thank you, God, that that's happening in this local assembly. Now, I pray for everybody that's here. With anything they're going through or dealing with, God, you know. You know. And even at this moment, God, you told us to cast our cares upon you because you care for us. So we're doing that. We're casting our cares upon you because we know that you care for us. We love you so much. We love you so much. We bless you. And we ask you to be with us even throughout the rest of this day and this week. In Jesus' name we do pray and all the people of God shouted, amen, amen. Thank you for spending time listening to the Word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. If you would like more information about our ministry, please give us a call at 334-258-6181 or send an email to newcovenantlife2020 at gmail.com. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Life Christian Church Podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.